Welcome back to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. And they would have you believe that I'm Garrett, but realistically, it's a government conspiracy. My name is actually Alex Fellowship, and I've been trapped in here for the last 28 years. That's very elaborate. Yeah. Well, government. Yep. I don't believe that name. The name is not believable. I want to believe. I had a different one that I had lined up, but I forgot what it was, so it was just free falling. <laughs> I'm going to let you marinate in what you've done. <laughs> just let him sit and think about it. Just let him sit. Today we're talking about The X-Files Fight the Future, the first film in the X-Files film series. Mm-hmm. Released in 1998, starring David Duchovny, Gillian Anderson, and some of the, uh, I guess, lower characters of the X-Files series. Because they're the stars. Yep. They're the main stars. Yeah, they're the really only ones that people matter. Except, well, we'll get into it later. Uh, This takes place between seasons five and six of the show, which aired on Fox for nine seasons before coming back for a tenth and eleventh way later in life. Do you think that's why his name is Fox Mulder? No. Oh. I don't think so. I'm going to say yes. I think it's a Fox conspiracy. There you go. This is going to be a theme throughout this show, just FYI. I'm going to make everything a conspiracy. I'm going to let you sit and marinate (laughs) about that for a minute. Think about what you've done. Uh, No, that would be... No, that can't be. You never know. I'm pretty certain. His name was Ralph in the pilot originally, and Fox was like, change it. Fox. That's not what happened. Fox. (laughs) Also, Fox had like... No real sway back then. Oh, that's... <laughs> they were like the CW of That's networks. true, yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I highly doubt that he named him after the network. That would be odd. Anyway, in this movie, we're seeing the, a vast government conspiracy unravel. Uh, our special agents have been assigned to investigate a bomb that has been allegedly placed in a building in Dallas, Texas. But... Come to find out, they were in the wrong building. Explosion happens, and then from there on, the conspiracy unravels. What I liked about this movie is it started out... It took it took like a good 10 to 15 minutes before we even saw one of either Mulder or Scully because we got some setup. Uh-huh. Starting back in three, 30, or 30, 35,000 35, BC. You okay there? No. <laughs> That was a long, long time ago. Yeah. And Texas, no less. Yeah. 35,000 BC. It was wild. We got to see some some very old people wandering through a uh, Arctic Texas. Yeah. Arctic tundra. Where they found uh, a spaceship. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I, I made a note that I no longer wanted to see cowboys and aliens. I wanted to see cavemen and aliens. Yeah. Yeah, and they gave me a little taste, just enough to where I was like, "Okay, I didn't think there was any way that the cavemen could take down some aliens." But you know what? They put up a fight. Yeah, and cavemen were badass. So after they get in that little tussle with the aliens, we fast forward to present day Texas, which is uh, just outside the Dallas area, where there are some boys playing around digging holes. One falls through the hole into a little cavern that has opened in the ground. Uh, and he gets infected by some gooey stuff. That creeped me out. It did me too. I don't like it. Like, it made me think of the mummy when the beetles go under the skin. Oh, yeah. I don't like seeing bugs moving under people's skin. That bothers me an awful lot. So do we know what that was? Because when I thought, what I thought it was whenever the cavemen and the aliens were fighting was that he had clubbed or stabbed the alien and he was bleeding. And then the blood of the alien was like moving around and started to infest the cavemen. But I don't, but 
later on we talk they talk about a virus so i don't know yeah, if it was the blood of an alien or of the virus itself i think that i'm gonna go with the aliens are more advanced than we uh comprehend and blood is would be a simplistic term for yeah. it because it seems to be far more than just blood sure it moves on its own it it has parasites parasites in it so i think it's a bit more than just blood okay but who knows I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, the kid gets infected, yada, 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 then the bomb happens. But we find out that the boy, when he was taken into quarantine by by the government, was in that building, along with a couple firefighters and the special agent who allowed the bomb to detonate, who was Locke from Lost. Yeah. Was he involved in this, or did he just really not know how to defuse that bomb uh, no it was part of a vast government conspiracy okay he, so he was the that's why he conspiracy. insisted on being the one to disable the disarm the bomb because he wasn't ever going to by himself because the idea was to not let it, the secret out okay and that's why uh when later the the doc dr kurzweil tells Mulder those people were already dead gotcha because they wanted to just destroy the evidence Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Because Mulder and Scully were told that the building was evacuated before the explosion. So it was a surprise to them that three people, three people. could have died in addition to the agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there I know Andrew likes conspiracies. What did you think about it? The, the movie as a whole? Or yeah, and the conspiracies involved. Like, you like <clears throat> conspiracy stories, right? Conspiracies, like conspiracy theories in general, I think are are entertaining. I mean, just... Just to see what they come up with. A lot of it, it a lot of it, a lot of it is batshit insane. Mm-hmm. But some of it, you believe. Some of it, I believe. It's just like it's it's a little too coincidental. Mm-hmm. Co- is that a word? No. Okay. Coincidental. <laughs> there you go. All right. Better. Uh, but anyway, no. Um, what I thought about this movie and as a whole, like how everything kind of links together with the plot, it. I, um, I actually I liked it. I can't say that I loved it because there were parts of which I mean, there were parts of which that I didn't think that made a whole lot of sense. I still I was trying to figure out as the movie was going along, like what? Oh God, what was it? It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, like three days, twenty years. No, it's been. You like, saw it in theaters on August seventh. Got to start watching these movies if we're going to talk about it. I actually did see it when it first premiered. You saw it in theaters. I did see it in theaters. I'm jealous. So, um. Like, uh, like the, the everything about the bees. I will say, that, uh, like, that was one thing I didn't understand about the bees initially. I finally got later, but uh, with all the bees and whatnot, and why, uh, what's his face killed himself, like blew himself in the car, blew himself up in the car. Oh, the doctor. The doctor. Yeah. I didn't. I did not understand that initially, but uh, that was just a couple of the things that I didn't really understand. Now I could be wrong. Maybe I just needed to watch it again, but. That would help whenever you're doing a movie podcast. Well, I watched it like last week. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to slam my head on the table. So before we keep talking about the movie, can we talk about like our level of experience with X-Files? Because that would also, I feel like, hinder how you see this movie. Mm. I think it could only enhance it. Yes. I don't feel like it would hinder you. No, no, no. Sorry. The hinder is not the right word. That can affect how you see the movie. Sure. Because you're Mr. X-Files, man. I've seen all of the X-Files. Many a time. All of it. I binged it all the year before season 10 premiered. And you've been watching the most recent seasons and you own both Both of the movies, movies, several posters. 
Yeah. So yeah. you one. I could have say, a Mulder's poster in my room right now. Yeah, one could say that you are looking for the truth. You're an exophile. Well, I found it. <laughs> I found it. Yeah. What, what about of it? What about you? I started watching it around season three, and that was when I really started to get into it. I'm like, oh, this is some, there's something here, and um, I stopped watching it. I think the last season that it was in syndication. So like, uh, when Fox Mulder left. I've not seen I've not seen the two new seasons, so um, I can't say I'm I can't say I'm that much of an X File person, but I I like the X Files. I think it's a great show. Um, I just haven't like when it stopped when it was when it was no longer on air. Um, I I just never watched it again. They just never watched it again. So so for me, I've never watched it. Okay, I watched as a child. My uncle had. I don't know if it was a DVD at this point or if it was something that he had recorded on VHS. Where I was at my grandparents' house and he was watching them with them. Mm-hmm. And there was this, ep- I don't remember what episode, I was a child. But there, what I remember is there was some creepy dude lurking around in the sewers, causing all kinds of terror, and it scared the crap out of me and I never watched it again. Uh, I think I watched bits and pieces of season 10 when it came back because I'm a big Joel McHale fan and I knew he was in it. So I watched most of that season. Never seen the movies. So, for me, I didn't really have any prior... I knew what The X-Files was, but I didn't really have any prior attachment to the overall deal of the show. But I thought they did a good job of, you know, setting it up, explaining it, and I still found it very entertaining. There were some things where I was kind of lost on a few... But they picked it up, and and I pieced it together. So, I thought that they did a really good job of catering towards hardcore fans and people who have had zero experience with it. Yeah, we're talking about the movie, right? Uh, We're still talking about the movie. Like, we're not talking about. Yes, we're not talking about the series as a whole. We're talking about how the movie. Have you done this podcast before? (laughs) Oh, how how the movie was able to be approachable for new fans. This is what I. You're Alex Fellowship, not me. (laughs) Conspiracy twist. This is what I felt about the movie as a whole. I felt like it was just one long episode. Cool. I now we're going to fight. <laughs> ah, yes. I mean... <laughs> I'm going to sit back and watch. Okay. Why? <laughs> the series... The series has... The series doesn't really have, like, a one thorough plot. You know, we're living in the golden... The, probably the new golden age of television. So, let's take it... Let's take for a second Breaking Bad. Which Vince Gillian created, which yeah. was also a writer. This is actually a, a comparison that makes sense so, for the first time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, when you take um, when you take Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad followed a long string of plot where uh-huh. Walter White was trying to get somewhere, and it does that through the entire season. In the X-Files, I feel like there's a string of events that happen, but that's just the, ep- like, the episodes that happen don't really follow, like, one string of plot, uh, uh, one string of plot line. If this is making sense, this, you know, if this doesn't make sense, just stop me now. Like, they, they there's just, like, there's just, like, things that happen in each episode that don't really connect to each other. If that makes sense. Yeah. But like Fox Mulder, I mean, we know that Fox Mulder and Dana Scully are both agents within the FBI. They're investigating stuff that's just kind of out there. And, you know, aliens are a big aliens and conspiracy theories and even ghosts are a big, huge part of their job. 
which would be kind of cool. But basically what it is, what I felt like is just like, it's just one long episode. Like, it's just one long episode with new people, with, you know, with more, you know, more what you get out of a PG-13 movie instead of just a uh, weekly, just a weekly episode. So that's kind of how I feel about the movie as a whole. It's very good. I, I really like the movie. But all in all, that's kind of how I felt about it. It's just one long episode. Well, okay. what I would say <laughs> is that The X-Files is, in a way, a, a police procedural with an overarching theme. Okay. And a central arc that carries throughout over the years. So, a lot of episodes are often referred to Monster of the Week episodes where we don't see a part of that mythology mm-hmm. and that conspiracy story. And the others fall into the the show's mythology, which is aliens and government conspiracy. So where this separates from a normal episode of the X Files, it, it is is in that it is solely about the show's mythology and talks about um, Mulder's obsession with finding the truth yeah. of a government conspiracy. Okay, that prior to this movie hadn't really been discovered to the extent that that it is in this movie. Um, the show is about... Er, <laughs> Mulder becomes obsessed with the unexplained because his sister was abducted yeah. as a child. He claims she was abducted by aliens. No one has been able to prove that, so that's what got him into his line of work. So as he goes along and grows as a character, we see him fight for these X-Files, which are the, the unexplained cases that the FBI is dealing with to determine where these conspiracies lie. So in this movie, we see him make very strong headway into that that you that we don't usually in a normal episode. Okay. Versus the X-Files, I want to believe movie that we'll talk about next week where it's a little more of just a typical episode. That is... That's my, that's okay. my fight. According to okay. the, the wikis... Um, <clears throat> Carter, the creator, Chris Carter, uh, he wanted to make this feature film to do exactly that. And it says that he wanted to explore the show's mythology on a wider scale, as well as appealing to non-fans. Okay, fair so, enough. So, but uh, I, I got nothing to contribute. I side with uh, no one in this. I want you two to continue to fight. Right. No. Oh, well, yes. Then. I'm kidding, <laughs> but no. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, take it as it is. Fair enough. I'm fine with it. But yeah, you know, that's I never looked at that before. I understand that now. So yeah, all right. There's some interesting behind the scenes stuff. So <clears throat> um, the movie was made for sixty million dollars, and I and that's high. Some of the stuff that I read was that Carter actually had to fight with the studio to get that because they talked about how they made the TV series spooky and look good and, and have all of these different things on such a low budget that Fox didn't necessarily want to give them a lot of money Mm -hmm. to make the movie because they were like, you can do this on the cheaper side for a TV show. Why can't you do it for a movie? And he was like, cause movie essentially. Uh-huh. And so because of that, a lot of the production kind of got uh, condensed because you said they were doing it in between seasons. 
So they had a short time frame to work with. They only did, like, I think they said the script was roughly written in, like, 10 days and then further adjusted. They had, like, 10 weeks to do production or pre-production. The filming was nearly postponed because of the tight constraints and, like, because of the fact that they had to go back to do the TV show, scenes with um, Dana and Fox had to be like the first thing done and they were only able to be there for like 75% of the entire filming process because they had to do the TV show. Man, that's like, ow. All the sets were constructed at the same time. Hmm. And so they had a lot of different aspects that they had to work with. And for me, one of the things that I thought is this movie was made in 1998, but the effects looked really good. Oh, yeah. The, the aliens look good. The the gelatin human bodies growing the aliens look good. That freaked me out. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, but and the gelatinous. Bleh. No, it was, but it looked really good, and I liked it. Yeah, the sixth season of the X Files actually has several episodes where either Mulder or Scully are the lead because the other is off shooting, doing reshoots for the movie. That makes really? sense. Yeah. So let since. This is a movie podcast, but since it's a TV show, I feel like we can talk about them both. Does the movie bleed into the next season? How much of the movie carries over to the to the next season? I mean, and it beyond? picks. I mean, the season six premiere is talks about the uh, impact of the events in the film. Okay, but as we said earlier, it dips in and out of that mythology. So then it could go to oh, now we're just doing a regular X File case. That's not a part of the of the alien conspiracy, mm-hmm. but it doesn't just get dropped. That's good. That's not. No, nah, it doesn't just get dropped. Okay. This movie also did a really good job of just continually weaving in the conspiracy theories. So, um, <clears throat> anytime that you weren't sure, so for example, Martin Landau, I, I don't remember his character's name. Doctor Alvin Kurtzweil. Kurtzweil, sure. He was a conspiracy theorist, and it took. It seemed like it took. Mulder a a little bit to believe this guy, which again, and I'll talk about my thing with Dana here in a second, but like Mulder is Mr. I want to believe. So in this movie, it it took me by surprise a little bit that he maybe had some reservations initially. Because if if someone that I don't know approaches me who has said that they know me and they know what I do, Mm Mm-hmm. Tells me these things that I have been investigating and wanting to believe for a long time and tells me that it's true. I feel like I'd be on his side. But he's also used to people messing with him and just not not telling him the truth. I mean, he's skeptical to the point of where he's not going to believe it just because it fits his narrative. That would that would betray the whole idea of a conspiracy theorist. That's fair. What what do you think, Mr. Conspiracy Theory? Yeah, what would you do if someone came up to you and said, those three people were dead the whole time, and I worked with your father? Well, here's what I have to say about that. Also, I'm an old man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I have to say about that is that you... It's hard for people... When someone randomly just comes up to you and just say, and just says that, it's hard for you to believe them, but at the same time, you know... What makes them? What's what's driving them to say that? They might be lying to you, but then again, what if they're telling the truth? You gotta you gotta open your mind to both sides here. Now, we later find out that Doctor Alvin Kurtzweil actually was telling the truth. So, um, when it comes to conspiracy theories and stuff like that, when someone tells you 
you know, it's like saying when somebody, I'm not going to touch base on it too much, but like when about the, uh, you know, the JFK incident, um, you know, when somebody tells you about, you know, oh yeah, well there's actually a second gunman, you know, and initially people were just like, no, that's wrong. Well then there's, well then there's stuff that's coming out. It's uh, there's stuff that came out later and said, oh yeah, well actually maybe so, but that's neither here nor there. We're not going to discuss that. But, uh, when it comes to conspiracy theories, I don't know. Sometimes taking a, taking a look at them is okay, but there is just too much batshit crazy stuff out there that you just like, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. That makes sense. That, I hope it does. That makes sense. The, the, uh, Kurtzweil also be, comes back often mm-hmm. and works as a bit of an informant for Mulder. So, their relationship continues from here on. Yeah. Oh, in good. the future shows? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering what happened to him. Yeah. While he, Did he? while he's pissing on that Independence Day poster. <laughs> yeah, oh, talk about that. that? Yeah, talk about that a little bit. You told me some interesting backstory on that. Yeah, I'd, I didn't I'd, know. I'd, uh, uh, Chris Carter hated Independence Day. He's that makes sense. He's the creator sense. of the X-Files. So he uh, purposely put that scene in where Mulder is peeing on a wall that just so happens to be right on an Independence Day poster. Because when you're watching it, you see it and you go, okay, this was clearly deliberate. It like focuses in on Independence Day mm-hmm. and then you hear the sound of pee and then you move over to Mulder who's just like relieving himself on it. Did <clears throat> did Carter give a reason as to why he didn't like Independence Day? Because I I thought it was intentional as a joke. Like, for me, I took it as Mulder didn't like the movie because it was not realistic to the things that he had seen. So he was like, piss on this. But I didn't. But when you told me that, I wasn't sure if there was a reason that Carter didn't like it. You had mentioned that there's a line in Independence Day where they also make fun of uh, the X-Files, right? Here, Here is uh, a answer to that question from a Entertainment Weekly article that came out at the time. It was just a piece of set dressing, series creator Chris Carter said diplomatically, but a little Scully-style investigating reveals the true conspiracy. Chris saw Independence Day and hated it, spells spills X-Files director Rob Bowman, who adds that it was indeed Carter's idea to have Mulder urinate on the poster of the movie. Confronted with the truth, Carter split hairs. If you look carefully, he says Mulder did not actually pee on the poster. It was above his urine level. Independence Day producer Dean Devlin did not return calls, but don't be surprised if the Godzilla sequel features the lizard stomping on FBI headquarters. <laughs> so he tried to back away from it, but if you if you believe the people on the set, the dude didn't like the movie. Interesting. I also wanted to talk about... I mean, it's not a very good movie. It's just a fun one. It's been so long since I've seen yeah, Independence Day. It's not a very good movie. It's, I mean, no, but it, you know, it, it's fun. That's all I can say about it. And don't get me started on the sequel. I didn't even watch it. Maybe someday we will. It's on the list. Uh, I, and go, Veto. Going back to the me not knowing much about X-Files. And you and I talked about this the other day. Um, Scully has been with Mulder for five seasons at this point in time. She has seen some stuff go down. She knows what's out there. But yeah, my problem is that in this movie, she still has a hard time believing anything that Mulder's saying. And 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 I just don't understand. Because if I were her, I'd be like, 
all right, I guess maybe. That is true. Like, maybe I wouldn't be fully on board, but I would at least give it some clout, given what I have been through. And it just seems like she does not. Well, I mean, at every opportunity, she goes with him. She never flat out tells him no. No, that's true. She She's she skeptical. And she also doesn't. But doesn't she never deny. tells him no. She never denies it. No. And that's the thing, is that this Scully as a character is could not be more polar opposite of Mulder. She was assigned... To, she was assigned to the X-Files to get it shut down. Right. It, it, her whole existence is to prove Mulder's nuts. Right. But for five years, she's been proven that he's not. But nah, but she's never seen anything like this. This is brand new, earth-changing information for both of them. She got infected. And she got infected. She got infected. She became like, this the is, X-Files. This is straight up an alien spaceship hidden under the ground and the FBI, or not the FBI as a organization but the government has blown up a building in dallas just to hide it like this is uncharted territory for both of them Mm -hmm. i i want to talk about the government previous to that almost everything could be explained if you tried hard enough sans like conspiracy theory sure gotcha like every time something weird happens there you could just like with a real conspiracy theory you can finagle a real explanation for it if you try. They're all trying to control us with fluoride. Exactly. I with wanted fluoride. to talk about the uh, doctor who got trapped in the hole with the aliens. Because that scene That's got me excited. Because I was like, you get it, dude. I want you to stay. What I, I wrote down exactly what I wanted to say. Um, you got what you deserve, dude. Stay down in that hell you created. Because they were down, they had these alien people, our hosts, that they were injecting all of this stuff into, growing this alien. Mm-hmm. They seemed to understand that this was not good. And then, when shit hit the fan, the guy was like, let me out, let me out. And they were like, nope, gonna cover you with dirt now. And that's exactly what you deserve. You become alien food. It's never a good idea to cohort with aliens. They're smarter than us, and they know what they're doing, and they're taking advantage of you. No, I mean, when they've been on the planet for more than 35,000 years, maybe they maybe they know a little bit. Although I'm pretty sure that if they come to, they come to Earth, they're going to be like, nope, sorry, we're gone. Yeah, but this is also, <laughs> this is also a common trope or whatever of, of most alien movies where humans immediately think that they're the the higher species and they're the smarter ones and they're Mm -hmm. usually proven not to be the most powerful that's just an alien movie thing they never think they're good at they never think the aliens are up to par they prove them wrong every time every time because it's true Mm -hmm. what i was trying uh, when i was watching the movie it felt like it was a so i think maybe i was a little confused, and you can clear this up for me. The doctor, I, I don't remember his name, that kidnapped Mulder and then blew himself up. Kurzweil. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Oh. The, the British dude. The British dude. I don't remember his name, but he was part of the conspiracy. And he shot the driver in the back of the head, gave Mulder the vaccine, and then got back in the car, and the car blew up. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name either, but, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. So that group... That he was a part of with the smoking man and uh, I don't remember anybody else, but the, the, they're all of that group. That it, Those people were the ones working with the aliens, correct? Yeah. So I get that. 
But then the British doctor made it seem like they were working with the aliens in this underground conspiracy in a conspiracy with the aliens because he made it seem like the main reason they were working with the aliens was to create a vaccine for this virus. Or that, was that just him himself? I would think of it just him himself. The conspiracies go deep, 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 deep. Okay. Like, especially knowing where the show goes and where the future of the show goes. Like, the cigarette smoking man is uh enigma all on his own and has... um motivations that couldn't even begin to be understood by m- most people in the film. Yeah, I'm in, in the series, maybe I missed this. Who was the who was the smoking man? Was he just a was he just another government operative? Uh or was that ever explained in the series? That's never really that's mm. That could be a movie I don't know. Time. He doesn't even have a name. Yeah, it's just mysterious smoking man. Mhm. Mm-hmm. No, he's his own conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you had mentioned a few minutes ago that you didn't understand the B part as a kid. Yeah. You you understand it now? I do. Yeah. You explain it. Kind of. It, like, what was was the idea? Okay. Now back me up on this because, like, I'm not going to back you up if you're wrong. If I'm wrong, <laughs> but the bees. What they did was was they were they mass harvesting like part of the virus? Was that what was that what was going on? My understanding is that they were like genetically modifying them to where the bees were carrying the virus. Thus, if they stung someone, they would become infected with okay. the virus. Okay. Um. Yeah. So the, the idea was to have the bees spread the virus. So why were they trying to spread the virus? Maybe I maybe I missed that part too. So working with the aliens. Okay. And the aliens want to resurge because right now they're all underground in their little tubes okay and they want to rule the world again okay um i liked that idea because it's terrifying because it could be true mm-hmm. um one of the things that i had read is that that scene somebody a crazy fan had like Ow. snuck onto the set and got like home footage of where the bees were in the cornfield and they like leaked it to the media but I think one of the, the things that I had is at this point in time, um, the conspiracy people know that Mulder and Scully are onto them. And at one point in time, they were trying to get to Mulder. And they were like, take away the thing that he loves the most, you can't live without. And it's Scully. Yeah. And so for me, the hardest thing, for, I can deal with the aliens, I can deal with all this stuff. The craziest thing for me to believe is that this bee got stuck in Scully's shirt and didn't fly or move or sting it was all just the way there. from a plane from Dallas to DC until several and like stayed with her yeah. for several hours later. I get what they were doing and it makes sense in the movie. For me, that was just the one thing where I was like, okay, maybe they that yeah. was a little long. Yeah. Could have been stung in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But that's not like a big problem in the movie. Um and it led to the part where and going back to the TV show, there nearly kissing and becoming a thing, I guess, in the hallway. It was, and I think I asked this already, but is that the first time that something like that happened? Because I know that people want them to be a thing. Yeah, they were... But is that really the first time that something like that happened was in the movie or had there been... 
things like that prior to the TV in the TV series. It was a pretty significant development for their relationship. They like they have a lot of near misses prior to that. A lot. They're a very near miss couple. Right. Yeah. Couple slash not couple. Okay. Okay. <laughs> their relationship is not well defined for most of the series, I'd say. Okay. Interesting. How how is it now? Still maybe, not defined? maybe less well defined because I know that there's and I don't want to get too uh, too involved in the TV series, but again, a TV series that turns into a movie that continues to be a TV series, you're going to have to talk about it. There's a new development amongst their relationship that was birthed yeah. in this new season, correct? Right. Okay. Well, no. It's not... It was known prior... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mulder and Scully had a kid in the show, the original run of the show. Okay. I thought that was a... No. Gotcha. Okay. No. So, eventually, <laughs> eventually the movie goes to Mulder in Antarctica locating Scully. Uh-huh. Trying to find her. He was given yeah. coordinates by the doctor that blew himself up. Yeah. Uh, with a weak vaccine. Yeah. That he was like, this might work. You only have a certain amount of time to get it to her. So he goes through there. He goes through like 17 ice holes to get to the underground spaceship where there are people being uh, incubated and aliens at rest. This is just massive, massive, massive ship Mm -hmm. underground. And he's braver than me because as soon as I fell down that ice hole, I would have decided to die there rather (laughs) than go down that second ice hole. I'd have been like, no. Nothing good happens when I go into an underground ice hole. I already know this. I've never had to be in this situation before. But now I'm just going to freeze to death right here. Sorry, everyone else. I'm done. (laughs) But he did it. So good for him. Well, he's got to save his partner. Yep. No. Got to do it. She'd have died. I'd have died. We'd have died together. (laughs) The whole world would have died. Yep. Totally fine with it. Um, And I thought that was, you know, I thought the whole ending was pretty exciting. Um he finds her, stabs her in the shoulder, injects that thing, which apparently is all on this central system because not only did it get the stuff out of her, yeah. but the whole ship seemed to kind of go into disarray. It pissed off the aliens. They started to smash out. They tried to attack them. Uh, and then they got up and flew away into the night. And mm-hmm. Who knows where they go? And I feel like that's a th- tough thing to hide. Like, Antarctica makes sense, but where do you take that big spaceship then? Do they just go off into the distance? Well, I assume they left them. They just left. Because weren't they... the? My understanding was, weren't they the original inhabitants of Earth? Uh, I don't know if they were the originals because they were, um, they were still discovered by cavemen. I don't know if they were original. I mean, obviously, they'd been there for tens of thousands of years. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if it was ever made clear to me that they were here before humans... So maybe they were just, maybe they went back to their home planet. That's, or or another planet. Yeah. That's what I assume. Okay. That was what was funny to me is that after tens of thousands of years on the planet, Mulder managed to make them leave. Yeah. <laughs> Messed them up. Yeah. And then what I didn't understand is at the end, he passed out. Was that just from exhaustion or did I miss something? Because mm. Scully... Like, was in and out because she was, you know, infested with parasite blood or whatever and in this tube. And so he was trying to help her, 
But then at the end, she was like consulting him where I feel like, or consoling him where I feel like it should have been flipped still. I think they were just exhausted. Yeah. That makes sense too. Because when you have an alien inside of you that just comes right out, that just takes it all out of you. Or if you're being chased by aliens. Or if you're being chased by aliens. Yeah. And it's cold. Uh Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find, I found a, so I, I found this thing, I've never heard of it. It looks like a blog. It's called Den of Geek. Nope. And they're they have like a list of interesting tidbits, and I it's not sourced, so take it for what it's worth. But they were talking about the glacier, and they said that this uh, the whole production sequence was a nightmare, and this is uh, the Antarctica scene, I believe. Um, it wasn't the replica that they had. It didn't. It didn't look like what they wanted it to. So as a quick solution, huge ice chipping machines were brought in to constantly produce an authentic field of ice on a raised platform. Uh, the director of photography and production designer argued over whether or not the set should be refrigerated. Um, and anyway, all this stuff goes on, but Jillian uh, Anderson's face went numb from having to do countless of takes where she lies down face, face down in the frozen tundra. <laughs> they talk about some of the difficulties that she had. Apparently, that scene in Texas where they're looking at the playground was so hot that she had to continually keep ice on the back of her neck and on her hands. And then in the cornfield, she was getting cut up by the leaves because they're sharp. And Duchovny is, like, running through, knocking them down. And she's short, so they would, like, come back and hit her. She must have had a lot of problems. I just I just came across another one on the X-Files wiki that says that during while filming the rooftop scene... Uh, she had an allergic reaction to the sunscreen used by the makeup department. Wow. Daggum. Sounds like time. fun on the scene of the X. Sorry, Jillian. Some kind of conspiracies out to get her to make her sick. They wanted her out of the series. That's that's the only thing that makes sense. All of these things only happening to her, unexplained. No, 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 no. Truth is out there. She had to fight a lot on that show. Real yeah, life. they also had. It looks like they had to hire a snake wrangler, um, because when they were in the desert, the Mojave green rattlesnake was out and about. Yeah, and it's one of the most deadly poisonous predators in the region, so they had to have a snake wrangler in the area to uh, keep them away. <laughs> so that's fun. Movie sets are great. Yes, this they is are. Essentially, what I'm getting from this sounds like there's no need to go to Texas. No. <laughs> Well, I think most of that stuff was in California. They just Texas, quote unquote Texas. Well, on that note, I, I read that, that that final scene where they learned that the X Files has been reopened was filmed um where a lot of the tattooing scenes of Star Wars were filmed. Well, how about that? That's cool. Yeah. And then just one more little tidbit going back to the bees. So that was a real bee. Uh-huh. And uh, bees, not necessarily easy to train. Yeah. So they're talking about how they did it. Because they were like, we don't think that we can get a bee to do the same thing over and over again consistently in a non-natural state. Mm-hmm. So like this bee is in an area where it's not familiar, under hot studio movie lights, all of this stuff. And so they talk about how they did it. And they said that the beekeeper used, he found a species of bees that walked more than flew. And that's 
the way things started. Yeah. Um, and then he used a pheromone that he traced on the back of Scully's coat, and the bee performers that passed the experiment uh, were the ones they used in the movie. And then they used a fan to blow the pheromone back and forth, and the bee, they said, did the same movement perfectly over 12 times wow. without fail. And from that day forward, that little bee was the bee expert's favorite bee. <laughs> Which is why we got to save the bees. Right? Yeah. I heard, th- I heard that's the same story of how Bee Movie got made. <laughs> that was the bee they cast. The same exact one? Oh, small world. It's well, crazy. I mean, when you're a bee in Hollywood, it's... You're, you're one of a few. I think this is uh, railed into something else. Do we have anything else to say? Do we want to guess what the Rotten Tomato score is? I haven't looked yet. I haven't looked yet. Well, that's either. good. Yeah. We, we keep finally hit something yeah. good here. So maybe we can do it. So if you're listening <clears throat> along and you've seen the movie, want to play at home, this is the part of the show where we try to guess on a 1 to 100 scale what Rotten Tomatoes has rated this movie. So think about that. We're going to guess ourselves. Who wants to go first? I Andrew will. wants to go first. I'm going to give this a... I'm going to give this a 52. 52. Josh, you're the X-Files man. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 62. 62. Oh, it's going to raise me 10 points. I'm going to raise you 10 points. Oh, man. I'm going to give it a 60. All right, if you're playing along at home, 52 from Andrew, 62 from Josh. I got a, a 60. Boo! According to the Rotten Thermometer score, this movie has a general consensus of a 65%. Woohoo! I win. I was closest. <laughs> <laughs> Audience score higher at 72. To be fair, I agree I, with the 72. I, I, I was thinking of 65. So. Bull <laughs> F. That's not even a word. That's not. Bull F. You were thinking of 65 people. I wasn't. 52. I said 52. That's what I was going with. What but, uh what do we want to rate it on our own scale? A one one to five bees. Bees? <laughs> no, one to five little aliens. One to five aliens. Three and a half. I'll give it a solid three. I'd give it a three. Yeah, I'd give it a three. It was enjoyable. I liked it a lot. I'd, again, for, for me, having zero experience with the X-Files, uh, roughly zero experience, mm-hmm. uh, it was very good and entertaining. It kept yeah. my attention. Um, we'll be back next week with the sequel, not sequel. It's it's not a sequel, but we're doing it It's anyway. a secondary movie. The second movie, The X-Files, I Want to Believe, which was released 10 years later. Wow. So how long? So when did the series end? I want to say. No. I want to say in like 2000. That's pretty close. Because this movie came out after the series had ended. The original series ended in 2002. Okay. So this this upcoming movie came out. Several years after. Several years after. And then several years after that. They brought the it show back. Came back. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. They he the Chris Carter does not want to end the show in any way. Even now he says that he can't imagine the X Files not coming back in some form. I was gonna say just bring in new agents. Like I, I know that they tried that like in that. season ten. People did they? did not like that. Well, and they brought in a new agent to replace Mulder in season nine. People didn't like that. Yeah, they brought in the T one thousand. Yeah, dog it. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Yeah, interesting. So on that note, I think we're done. Anybody got a cigarette?